Hello, and welcome to Unfiltered Imposed Opinions, where I'm Drew. And, yeah, and we are having a episode of, hold on, did your, your mic came unplugged. Did it? Yes. It's laying on your stomach. <laughs> Some tef- technical difficulties. Give us one second. Hello. And we will start that again. <laughs> this is Unfiltered Imposed Opinions, where I'm Drew. And I'm the other guy, also <laughs> known as B. There we go. I was like, why can't I hear him? Anyway. Why is he not saying stuff? <laughs> Episode 7, we are doing our list of uh, horror movies. Horror-er-er. Top 50. Horror. Uh, we read a couple lists. Um, Horror. And we came up with our own lists and compiled them down to come. We didn't give a shit if you like it or not. No, we're kidding. Come <laughs> to an agreement of a list of our own. And by agreement, more or less just like a. <laughs> a compile. A compile of our, of the two lists. So what we. What I did is. Drew sent me his list, I sent him my list, and then he had a bunch of shit to do, so I was like, fuck it, I'll just go through the list, take the ones that we collectively had, like, on both of our lists, and made that, like, the, started from number one, and go down, and then just kind of took shit from each of our list and threw it in there, um, obviously. I was gonna do a little more than 50, but I feel like 50's good. We can maybe have some, like, uh, honorable mentions out of the other lists. Uh, depending on how long it takes us to get through the list. Absolutely. So, without further ado, starting at number... Without further ado. Five O, we got Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs came out in 1991. Absolute classic of the horror genre. Starring Miss Jodie Foster and Anthony Hopkins. So... Um, this was more so on his list. I have watched it a couple times. Um, I'm not going to say that it's a favorite. Definitely a good movie. Uh, there is a piece behind this movie. I don't know if you know this, but... Yeah, um, where they where people say he says hello, Clarice, and he actually doesn't say it. Yeah, he never. Yeah. It, uh, it's bullshit because I remember him saying it. Hello, Clarice. Hello, it's nice Clarice. to see you again. Yes, I remember um, that. It actually came from the Cable Guy. He made that up. Really? Mm-hmm. In the movie The Cable Guy with Jim Carrey, mm. he uh, when he puts all the bacon on his face at medieval times. Yeah. Uh, that's where that came from. But he never actually said that. Well, then maybe that's what I heard it from, but I remember hearing that statement. (laughs) So Silence of the Lambs did release on February 14th, so it was Valentine's Day for a release. Grossed at $272.7 million worldwide, but on a $19 million budget. Uh, Becoming the fifth highest grossing film of 1991 worldwide. Um, in preparation for his role as the good Dr. Hannibal Lecter, uh, Anthony Hopkins studied files of serial killers of everything that he could find. And then it was a sleeper hit that gradually gained a widespread success and critical acclaim. 
won five Academy Awards out of seven nominations and one Golden Globe out of five. It's a good movie. Um, I'm going to guess that most of you have seen it. If you haven't, uh, give it a listen or a listen. Give it a watch. Let us know what you think about that one. It's a it's a absolute classic. I had to add it. Mm-hmm. I personally, I think it realistically would be a little higher on like a top, you know, of all time top famous horror movies. But these are just like the ones we watch regularly, right? <clears throat> so, uh, number forty died. We have Psycho. Psycho came out in 1960. Uh, Psycho is an Alfred an Alfred Hitchcock movie, released on September 8th, 1960, with a gross revenue of 50 million, which is a lot of money back in the 60s. Mm-hmm. Um, it is now considered one of Hitchcock's best films, and arguably one of a, one of his most famous. Psycho is the first American film to show on a to show a toilet on a screen. That's a pretty interesting fact. That's just a that's a weird little ditty. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was inspired by the true story of Ed Gein, who was a murderer, a serial killer. Um, mm-hmm. And it was also a inspiration for the movie Deranged Confessions of a Necrophile. Uh, the fish. The official trailer in 1960 ran for over six minutes and 30 seconds. A feat unheard of in today's trailers. Most most trailers today are like about a minute 50 to th- yeah. three minutes tops. I think at most. But I'm pretty sure that the trailer for this movie was Alfred Hick- Alfred Hitchcock explaining the entire movie, like he was standing in front of the Bates Motel in the house. Oh, maybe. And. uh explaining the whole movie it's Mm -hmm. but um yeah i like psycho um i'm a huge fan of the tv show bates motel which you can watch um on one of the streaming services i know it was on netflix for a while might still be on there uh good story deranged kid Mm -hmm. obsessed with his mother Um, that's a good one i honestly this one wasn't on my list it's a good it's a good movie. It's a cult classic. Uh, I appreciate it. Not one of the ones that I I automatically will first go to to watch, but right. I have no problem with watching it. If somebody's like, hey, let's watch Psycho, I'll be like, fuck yeah, let's watch it. Yeah. Uh, that has a runtime of an hour and 49 minutes, so that's not too long of a movie. Um, <coughs> no. some, of them, some of these get pretty long. But. There's a couple of them on this list that I actually think are like over two hours. <coughs> uh, actually, well, the one... The one series that we have is, it, I'm pretty sure it's like two and a half hours, three hours long. Yeah. Uh, next up, number 48, Halloween, 40 Years Later. Uh, I, you might, you might give me shit for this, man, but I don't think I ever watched this Halloween. This one? The first mm. one that they just came out with? We watched it. It's the one where he gets locked in the basement. Oh, so it actually is called... Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, I thought it was like an older one. I didn't even think it... Yes, yes. <laughs> no, this is literally um, the, the... Wow, this the, is on... This is very high up on the list for that. That was a good movie. That's weird. 
I think it was a very good movie. Yes, I'm not saying that it wasn't a good movie. Yeah, I just think well, you that know what? I think that uh, I think the other ones had a it lot being more. directed and coming out. Which I mean, honestly, there was a lot more other Halloween movies that I liked. But right, I think if I'm being realistic, this movie was a lot about Laurie Strode bitching. Like yeah. complaining and just very whiny. Mm-hmm. There was a the um, the one part in the hospital is very annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, I just really didn't like like her just fucking whining and complaining, talking to. I think it was the cop who got hurt too when they were when they were both. That in was the that was Halloween Kills. Oh, yeah. oh, it was. You yeah. right. I didn't like that part, yeah. but I don't know. Maybe I. It was. I'm not saying it wasn't a good movie. It was a very good movie. I right. love all the Halloween movies. They will always be one of my favorite uh, series of right. movies. Um, I don't know this one. It, it's not that it was a bad movie. Like I said, I mean it. It it made the list. So it made the top fifty. So yeah, it made the top fifty. Yeah, so, so it was clearly good enough to make it because there was actually a couple of them. And like I said, when I get to them. That I was actually going to do a top 60 or a top 75, mm-hmm. but we already had agreed on just doing a top 50, so I didn't do that. Yeah. Um, because there was actually a few other movies that I, after I was looking at, I was like, God damn it, like, man, I really want to put this on here, but I was like, yeah, it kind of is what it is. Yeah. So, uh, the next one is actually, I don't know if you've ever seen this. Yeah, I did. You have seen this? Mm-hmm. It is a fantastic movie, and is uh, it is a Rob Zombie movie, which I am a huge fan of Rob Zombie's movies. Yes, and it is thirty one. Yes. So thirty one was first announced in May of two thousand fourteen. Uh, a tree, a teaser poster that showed the words "a Rob Zombie film," "a bloody clown face," and the number thirty one. Fans and media outlets speculated that the film would be a third film. In the House of a Thousand Corpse and Devil Rejects universe and would follow Sid Haig's character, Captain Spaulding. And it could be a film centering upon a serial killer, John Wayne Gacy. Or that it would be a third film in Zombies' rebooted Halloween film. However, it wasn't. It was a complete... Oh, it was like its own original it its own movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was. It wasn't part of any other. It was fucking awesome, though. It, honestly, not I. So, I've asked a few people because, like I said, I am. I would have to say between like Rob Zombie and Quentin Tarantino, probably my top two favorite mm-hmm. directors when it comes to movies. And right. Rob Zombie is one of my absolute favorite musicians. So, like, he is just like he's my spirit animal. I fucking love Rob Zombie. Yeah. Anytime he comes into town, I have to go to his concerts because he just puts on one hell of a show. Uh, he's just an amazing dude. He's so fucking talented. It's ridiculous. Yeah. With directing, uh, you know, mus- musically, entertainment-wise, like, he is, like, the full fucking package. Yeah. So. So I'm not showing anything as far as, like, uh information as far as if it was uh nominated for any awards or probably like not because uh, like i said there there's not a whole lot of people 
there's not a whole lot of people that I had talked to that have ever actually seen this movie. I only yeah. came across like a couple people who actually watched it. No, well, I'm I mean, not saying I watched it because I'm I'm also a Rob fan. Right. Rob I'm not I'm not saying that there hasn't been a shitload of people to watch this movie because I'm sure there is, but like around here, the, I don't. There's there's a few. So it, it takes place in like a, like a carnival style. Like, it's it's like a, I think it's like an abandoned circus or i don't know if it's a i don't think it's like a circus i think it's more like a warehouse meat packing i remember in the one area i'm pretty sure they're going through like stalls to where you would bring like cattle through mm-hmm. so i do remember that part. i haven't watched it I haven't, yeah i was gonna say i actually haven't while. watched this one in a while uh i actually have it on i DVD, think i watched though. it when it first came out in 2016 and then I i'm gonna have to go home and rewatch it now yeah. uh it didn't do very well on uh metacritic uh, Rotten Tomatoes or IMDb, but I think that's just because it's a it's a cult movie, and cult movies really don't listen. I don't take a hundred percent. My big my biggest thing mostly is uh, I'm pretty sure that a good I could be wrong. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure that a good portion of Rob Zombie movies are. Uh, paid for out of his own pocket oh, especially probably. when it comes to like ideas that nobody probably would fund yeah i guarantee it because he's like i don't give a shit i'm gonna fucking do this movie because i think it's gonna be fantastic yeah and my and my true uh fans and followers are will more than likely also like it right i can honestly say there hasn't been a movie i haven't seen of his that i haven't liked <clears throat> Moving on, number forty-six, we got Paranormal Activity. Fuck this movie. Um, I was obsessed with all these movies. I didn't uh, like when the any first of them. one came out, two thousand seven. Uh, me and Haley went to go see it. Um, I know you don't like the whole. Why? Why don't you like it? I now I'm. I don't know, it just freaks listen. me out. Is it? Is yeah, it, is it really it, does. It just fair. freaks me out. I don't like it. Uh, if we're being completely honest, I did watch. I've watched the first one and the second one. I never watched a third one. Um, I will realistically watch like The Exorcist and Paranormal Activity. If like if somebody's like, I really want to watch it, I'll be like, all right, fuck. I'll more than likely just play on my phone the whole time. Yeah. But it's not that I have a problem with so, watching the movies. I would just prefer not to. I just don't like Paranormal them. Activity 1 through 4 are great. I mean, I know you don't prefer those types right. of movies, but the honestly, they what, made, the, the only part that they freak, made six of them, and the last two are fucking dumb. I can't stand them. The only part that freaked me out <laughs> in the first one was when she threw the dude at the camera. It was either the first one or the second one. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it was at the end she, of the first yeah, one. She threw the dude at the camera, and then she just stared into it with the fucking weird eyes. And I was like, I don't like that. Mm, fucking, I don't, 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 don't want to watch that. that. I don't like that at all. Yeah, I don't like that at all. That was the only part that really, like, realistically freaked me out. Like, snatching somebody out of bed, shit yeah. like that. Like, that doesn't bother me. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, Paranormal Activity released 2007. Uh, it follows the weird ongoings of Katie and Micah's house as a demon entity seemingly grows power and torments them. The movie became a massive success. Soon kicked off a long-running franchise that dethroned the Saw series at the box office. No shit. Wow. 
Um, paranormal, paranormal activity was also correct in indicating that such activity is very often centers an individual rather than a place. <laughs> so more than likely, obviously, demonic possessions are more than likely following people rather than the place that you're in. So good thing to think about whenever you guys go out there and uh, ghost hunt. Right. So uh, it did win the Teen Choice Award for... Uh, horror thriller movie back in 2010. Horror. Uh, I'm just going to let you guys know I'm going to say that at least 20 more times throughout this <laughs> podcast. Uh, and was nominated for an MTV movie and People's Choice Awards. So, uh, Good stuff. I liked it. Good soup. Um, they actually, a lot of the a lot of the actors kept their regular names. Like if you actually look up the cast, so Katie was played by Katie Featherston, and Micah was played by Micah Sloat. Uh, Mark Fredericks was what play, played Doctor Fredericks. So um, if you actually look at it, like I think that it's kind of interesting that they let their actors keep the same names, just so because I mean, if you watch it, it doesn't seem like they are very. It doesn't seem like they were five-star actors. Like, it definitely seemed like a B-rated movie. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, I don't think that the... Well, I'm, I'm going to be... I'm going to look it up. I'm going to... So, the budget was 15000 That's it. $15,000 was That's the budget. That's crazy. And how much did they make? Um, after post-production, whenever they were done editing and everything and putting all the movements and shit in it, it was 215000 It made $193.4 I'd say that was a success. Off of a $215,000 budget. Right. They paid that loan off. <laughs> yeah, easily. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty interesting. Uh, so, those of you that have money in the savings, go make a movie. You never know. <laughs> I would love to make a movie. I think we could. I think we could. Uh, f- number 45 is Puppet Master. Yeah, the thing freaks me out. Dude, I will say it was... <laughs> It was one of the movies that I used to... Okay, so I used to watch a lot of these movies when I was, like, a kid kid. Yeah, like there, like, 17 of these? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. 12. Is there? There's 12. Like, the original Puppet Master is the one I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, this first this, one right here. Yeah, but that's the Puppet Master. So, oh, no, it says, so the original collection is nine movies. Uh, the Blu-ray complete box set is 12. So, I'm going to guess that that's probably, like, extras or maybe, like, uh, something... Could be spin-offs. Spin-off. I was going to say maybe a couple spin-offs. Uh, yeah, it was just... It was a really... <laughs> it was fucking weird. I will say that. I don't yeah. know if anybody has ever actually watched The Puppet Master. Like I said, I used to watch all these movies when I was like a preteen. Yeah. Because they were just cool. Some of them freaked me out, but now I appreciate most of the horror genre. horror <laughs> So this was... Uh... This came out in 1989, so mm-hmm. that's not an old, old movie, but I mean, it's old. So. Not super old, but that's that's right that's right around that 80s. Puppet Master is the main antagonist of Prodigy. At the beginning of Puppet Master, scatters five of the Warden Keystones... But he thinks that he destroyed them. This itself wouldn't be so bad, except for two things. 
What are the two things? Why do you do this to me? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> well, I guess you'll just have to watch the movie to find out what the other what yeah, the two things are. I'm not watching that shit. Dude, look how freaky that thing is. I know. We should. I, I haven't watched this like movie that. in forever. Did you say we should watch this movie? Yeah. All right, you make me watch this. I'll make you watch Paranormal Activity. All right, that's fair. I accept this. <laughs> oh, okay. You accept. I was like, so that's either a no. Or I accept it. I'll, I'll watch it. Okay. Um, anything else to say? Yeah, I mean, you got to take the reins on this one. Like I said, I never. Uh, honestly, it. it was just really good. Like the the puppets were just. I can't remember the main puppet's name, but he had the white face, wore like the black overcoat, black hat, had the knife. Um, he was just fucking cool. I there was another bigger like puppet. I think I can't remember what the fuck. I can't remember their names, and I, I probably should have looked them up. But uh, yeah, it was. Um, they were just cool. I don't know. It was just weird. It was. It was a very weird take on a horror film. But it it worked. It was yeah. just. It was. It was cool. I don't know. I liked it. Well, I I, would, I recommend it. It's more more so like that. Uh like that 80s cult classic. Yeah. Oh, it was definitely it was almost like B movie yeah. style. Yeah. It was it was definitely one of those. So I, I definitely recommend it. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. Uh let's see here. So the next one up is number I think 40, 44. 44. 44. Yeah. Number 44 a This movie freaks a lot of people that I know out, counting my wife. Uh, you mentioned Sean. Sean doesn't like um, Sean doesn't like the noise. Yeah. So it's the grudge. The grudge <laughs> is number forty-four. The grudge and the ring are responsible for the biggest uptick in Japanese-style horror-made American audiences, and stills up still holds up to its most as the most terrifying films. Uh, they did remake The Grudge in 2020. My, I don't know if my wife watched it or if she refuses to watch it. Probably she likes, refused. She likes to watch them. She just doesn't like it. She it freaks, freaks them out. Freaks her out. Honestly, I uh, I didn't like either one of them. I didn't like The Grudge or The Ring. They didn't freak me out. Uh, no. Yeah, like the noise doesn't freak yeah. me out. I thought they were stupid. Um, the Grudge could have been something much more than just another notch in its never-ending franchise. The Grudge's first new movie to open nationwide this year was scorned by audience and critics alike who branded the reboot as an F-Cinema score and a rotten 18% on Rotten Tomatoes. So, apparently, the reboot did horrible, which doesn't surprise me. No. Um, you really have to do something to to capture a reboot to make it good, you know? Mm -hmm. Um. Kind of like Halloween. Yeah. Like Halloween, they did a very good job with the... And I think the reason why that was the way it was was because of Danny McBride. He's a great fucking director. He might be a great director, but as an actor, I think he sucks. <laughs> well, that's just because of the, the group of people that he usually acts with. I, I don't think he's a good actor. I think he's a you know shit like actor. McBride? No. <laughs> I think he's a shit actor. He's a so, great... He's a, he's a very good director. So you're saying that he should just stick to his directing. He should stick to directing. Yeah. I don't think he's a good actor. Uh, I like Danny McBride. He's got that dry humor. I'm a big fan of dry humor. Listen, I we'll don't do mind... comedies, too, for I don't guys, mind but. the dry humor to a point, mm -hmm. but it's not... Like, I don't find it as funny. Yeah. 
but my kind of my my kind of humor is is the more vulgar. Yeah, where most people who like the dry humor don't really like the vulgar humor. I love all of it. Well, you you love. Right. I'm a special breed. <laughs> You're a special breed. Listen, I like most of it. I do like some of the dry humor, but I don't like all of it. I think some yeah. of it's boring. Number 43 is Friday the 13th Part 1. So the reason that I actually put Part 1 the furthest down, mm-hmm. even though it starts off kind of you know telling the story of yeah. jason Voorhees is because that jason isn't even the killer it's his well mom. that's what i was gonna say so that's actually why it wasn't on my list and the reason why um number two was and you'll see where that is on our list soon but yeah i we watched that remember that uh thing we got obsessed with for a while that did all the horror movies yeah. And and honestly, it was like they, showing did they the make bat. any more of them? Because I would really like to catch up on any if they made any more of them. I think so. But, like, even the production of this movie was kind of catty. I mean, realistically, the production of most of these movies were not great. But because Halloween it was, was back it, though. It was back in the 80s. Like, well, what I'm saying is, like, the behind the scenes and everything like that. Like, a lot of these movies... If if you guys haven't checked it out, I forget what the name of it is, but it's on Netflix and it's a show that basically shows how the well, I think it was how 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 they were made. I think it actually was called something like that, like how they were made, or the movies we grew up with, or something. Yeah, like that. I think that's exactly what I think it was. Um, the movies we grew up with. A lot of these movies like had start and stops of production mm-hmm. and like months apart. Yeah, and they're like literally like they were like we ran out of money. Everybody has to go home. Yeah. And everybody was like, I don't know if we, you know, we don't know. We don't even know if we're going to be able to finish the fucking movie. Yeah, we can't get this. Until they found, like, someone else that was like, yeah, okay, I'll give you this much money, but you got to try, like, you got to try finishing it with just this much. Right. So, uh, Metacritic score, 22 out of 100, 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb and a 63% uh, good tomato on Rotten Tomatoes. Not a bad... Not a bad. It's not a bad movie. It's a very I love this is a, obviously was so this by a is very my high big franchise. Yeah, this so this is my favorite. It out. Yeah, this is my absolute favorite franchise. Um yeah. is Friday this is the Friday the thirteenth franchise. So spoiler alert. Those of you that don't know the killer is Jason. Except for this <laughs> Jason. movie. Jason Voorhees is the killer in Friday the 13th, except for the first one. It's his mother, Pamela Voorhees. And you would know that if you watch Scream. Anyway. Um, good good movie. Oh, it's a very good movie. The The kill scenes in it are awesome. I think the best one in I that think one, as they progressed throughout the franchise, they got more gory. Yeah, they got more gory and more extensive. Well, I mean, you made they yeah. made fucking like 12 of these movies. They had to do something. Yeah couldn't just make the same movie. yeah like you can't just do the same shit over right. and over. i mean realistically it was the same shit but yeah the kills were better um yeah this one was definitely my least favorite being that jason wasn't wasn't even in it and he was portrayed as a but that's the biggest thing too is like you never see him yeah in it so uh who, what was his name mother's name pamela Voorhees. Pamela, yeah pamela Voorhees. all right Moving on to number 42, we have... Which this was at... This actually is not one of my 
favorite series. I appreciate it just because of his fucking sarcastic ass. But yeah. Child's Play 2 is uh, number 42, I think. Yeah, number 42. So Child's Play 2 follows Mr. Charles Lee Ray, Chucky the Doll. All of you love him. All of you hate him. Um, it came out in 1990. Uh, directed when to, Justin was. It's, the year Justin was born. Yeah, the, it's obviously the direct sequel to Child's Play. Um, directed by John Lafia. Listen, <coughs> if you guys must know, Brad Dourif as the voice of Chucky, phenomenal. I love Brad Dourif. I love his work. We were literally just talking about him. Yeah, earlier. we were. He is actually a really good actor. Um, he's in many other movies other than just the child, the voice of Chucky. Uh, that's just his iconic role. Um, he did play Sheriff Brackett in uh, the Rob Zombie remake. So of Halloween, the first, yeah. the first and second one. So it's kind of funny that he played Sheriff Brackett, and then uh, the girl that played, uh, what's her name in in Halloween four and five, the little girl. Uh, How much for the little girl? How much for the little girl? Ah, uh, fuck, Jamie. Jamie. So the girl that played Jamie was uh, Brackett's daughter that got killed in the Rob Zombie remake, too. So Yeah. Of Halloween. So it's kind of cool that they pulled them from... Yeah. Well, kept her from the franchise, just moved her to a different role and pulled right. another iconic. I mean, I like it when was when a big that. budget. I like when that Had to be happens. a big budget. Rob Zombie was deep in his pockets on that one. Uh, I guarantee that if he didn't get some kind of backing. A high paid cast. Yeah. Oh, he he had to. If he didn't get some kind of backing for that, I guarantee he was deep into that. But I guarantee that he would have done it willingly because of the the movie that it is, the franchise that it was. So Child's Play 2, obviously the direct sequel. I like Child's Play 2. I like all of them. Um, I followed them all pretty well. I do not like the new Child's Play, the new Child's Play that stars Mark Hamill. Uh, Mark Hamill, you are a good actor, one of the best voices as Joker, uh, and you did a really good voice for Chucky. I just, uh, even though I like the spin that it was a whole technical glitch, uh, as far as some evil chip being put in a doll, and now he controls all cell phones and like electric cars and shit like that that's freaky and uh yeah i don't like that as cool and weird as it is it's i it was uh i think that it was a flop and the only reason why i say that is because they returned to brad duriff and uh started making the tv show so um from this point forward it's a race chucky to perform his soul swapping ritual on andy so he can get out of the doll the second film in the series, the first film produced by Universal Pictures, uh, a budget of thirteen million, made thirty-five point eight, um, forty-four million the last time, then the first. So, um, so the cool thing about number two is that I, I like the way that they fuck Chucky up in the end of the movie when he's in the toys in the toy factory mm-hmm. and it just like puts a bunch of arms and shit inside of him and he's got like 30 arms and fucking feet in the back and stuff and then they just drop him in the pool of fucking molten plastic mm-hmm. so it's a good time uh, it's a good one um it's not also a bad movie. The, the, the child's play movies are also very gory they are honestly the child's play they they have i will give that to 
Child's Play, uh, the f- the whole you know franchise itself, they come up with some pretty wicked fucking uh, kill scenes, and they're pretty awesome. Yeah. I will give them that because he is very fucking creative. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Uh, number forty one. This is actually one of my. I would honestly, it's probably one of my all time favorites. Uh, it okay. would have been a little higher, but. Um, like I said, some like pretty much, these. pretty much like the the lat like the, the first twenty five that we're gonna go through from fifty to twenty five are just ones that are from either my list or Drew's list. Yeah, and then once we get to like I think it was like the top twenty is what when we will start with like we had both of these on our list. Yeah. So uh, this one is actually one of my favorites. I will say and before it's, we uh, move on, Leprechaun. Yeah, Leprechaun. So I have seen these movies. I've seen all of them. I don't think Haley has watched these. Really? Yeah. See, I didn't put it on my list only because it's not in my top 50, but I do like the movies. Oh, I think they're fucking fantastic movies. Good movies. The Leprechaun Um, Goes to the Hood, that's probably one of my favorites. The original, the first one is uh, absolutely my favorite. Jennifer Aniston plays in it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just a really good movie. Very just a he's a creepy, very fucker. creepy. Yeah, he is. I sure as fuck wouldn't want to fuck with him, though. That's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. It's just a it's a it's a very good movie. It's a, it, obviously, if you haven't seen it, I definitely recommend it. It's about a leprechaun and um, the the so. special. There's a there's a guy in there that's like a special needs guy and the, he paints with a kid and his older brother. They have like their own like construction business stuff like that and they're working on the house of jennifer aniston and her father moved to this town mm-hmm. and they uh <clears throat> they end up getting this place but it, it was owned by an old irishman and the leprechaun comes and like because the irishman stole his gold and stuff like that and he ends up blocking him in a box and it, yeah. it like i said it's it's a it's a really cool so movie you just gotta the, watch it. the the actor that plays uh Leprechaun is Warwick Davis, who is yes. a man with dwarfism. Yeah, um, he's a fantastic actor. He, though he's a yes, he's in many other movies. Yes, he is, and he yeah, is a, a fantastic actor. He's a great actor. Uh, and it says in makeup, Davis is quite evil looking, and like most good actors facing similar challenges, imbutes a weak character with a strong presence. The movie is interesting. Uh I lost my place. You motherfucker. Uh, Warwick's nasty amphetamine-driven portrayal of the said creature. He's best known for playing the title of Ron Howard's Willow and gives it all but probably wishes he could have used some of his magic powers to improve Mark Jones' script, which was a major continuity and credibility problem. So Mark Jones apparently isn't a very good writer. Mm. Um, That's crazy. Oh, and all this. The, uh, they were all really good movies. I think. Yeah. I would check them all. I w- out. There's I wonder, like six of them. I, I wonder if he did all of them, if Mark Jones directed all of them, or if they moved to someone else. Uh, the budget was 900000 It doesn't tell me exactly how much it made, and I'm not going to go looking because this is getting a little longer than expected. So we're just going to move on to the next one, which is number 40 Return of the Living Dead. So, 
I was going to put The Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. Because that is literally a fucking classic, and it was made um, actually in uh, around our hometown. Yeah. But the night of the li- or the return of the living dead, I just think it was. I don't know. I think it was not only George Romero didn't do this though. Freakier Dan because like Dan O'Bannon. Even like when you like in this one, even when you like cut their heads off or hit them in the head or something like that, like they didn't die. Like you couldn't kill them. Yeah, they were actually like undead. Yeah, they were like undead, undead. Like there was yeah. no killing them so i think that really uh was like one of the best zombie movies that was made because it was like you're fucked yeah like you 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 can't you can't do shit directed by dan o'bannon uh this movie came out in 1985 the return of the living dead the zombies were the first to sprint after their prey thus giving them more of an edge i think that was the first Zombie movie where they were a lot more active and not like brain dead style. They actually ran. Yeah. Real Real Gone has a limited vinyl reissue of the soundtrack to 1985's Return of the Living Dead. Romero and John Russo wrote the 1968's classic A Night of the Living Dead, and I did know that. Which I I will I will <clears throat> George give Romero, that up. Yeah, George Romero was a good good director. I writer. will give that an, an honorable mention. I think that will. De- um, that's definitely one of my favorite classics uh, right. is the original Night of the Living Dead. Good movie. Uh, we got a 66 out of 100 Metacritic score with a 7.3 on IMDb. 91 Golden Tomato out of Rotten Tomatoes. So good job on that. Yeah. Um, number 39. 39. Cult classic here. Cult classic. Very, very big cult classic. Uh, it's Pet Cemetery. Mm-hmm. Came out in 1989. This movie, so this movie was the first one that actually, through one of the scenes, fucking just terrified me of walking down steps. Yeah. When he when the little boy cuts the dude's Achilles tendon. Uh-huh. Like, actually, yeah, like, actually, like freaked me the fuck out for a little while like i wouldn't walk down steps that had an open back so this is this is one movie that uh many critics have said that it was a great film and it was even better than the book it's been a kind of story where it isn't much where you can leave out and there's not a whole lot you can change however in in the 2019 remake church repeatedly shows up to terrify and threaten the creed family all the way to the end literally he's Front and center during every last shot of the film. Pet Cemetery grossed $54.7 million in the United States and Canada and $57.7 in other territories. Uh, a worldwide total of $112.4 million against a production budget of $21 million. So nice, nice return, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Haley's dad can't watch this movie. No. Mm-mm. She told me that. It's... it's uh, one movie that he will refuse to watch. If you put it on, he will leave. I mean, he doesn't like it. I don't know if it's if it freaks him out, like mainly like the kid. Um, Listen, kids. Or, I will say it, it kind of looks like Elijah. Kids in horror movies, yes, it fucking does. Yeah, that's creepy. Oh, whoops! Didn't mean to do that. Um, kids in horror movies are creepy as shit. Yeah. 
Um, or I don't know if it's the fact that the kid gets killed by a semi truck and that's how he dies. I don't, I don't know what the whole reason behind it, but I think Haley might be able to tell you 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb, 53 rotten tomatoes. It's considered rotten. Fuck you. It was a good movie. Uh, 38 out of a hundred Metacritic. So there's that, uh, number, let me <coughs> see where we were at here. Number 38, Poltergeist. Actually, a pretty good... Uh, this was actually one of my mom's favorites. Yeah. It came out in 1982. Oh, yeah. This is an old one. Yeah. Uh, originally supposed to be... It was originally supposed to feature evil aliens instead of evil ghosts. And was initially titled Night Skies. For those who, those of you who need to catching up, the idea is that some Hollywood movies are cursed by ghosts, demons, and the devil himself, and is a common creepy conspiracy theory thrown Hollywood. Hmm. One of the most famous theories is that the Poltergeist movies are cursed because of the string of cast members' deaths that occurred while they were being made. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I knew that. Uh, this has won a BAFTA award for best special visual effects, and then uh, nominated for two Academy Awards and one British Academy Award. So, well, they were good movies. I, I would, uh, I would that, definitely give them a watch. Yeah, especially the first one. little girl. She's uh, she's a little creepy. And once again, it's going creepy. back to that kid. Yeah, thing, going back so. to that kid thing, dude. I'm telling you, kids and kids and uh, horror. And films. I think that's why they do so well. Oh, most definitely. So. Most definitely. Um, Poltergeist was a good series. I did only really like the first one. Yeah. Um, I only The other ones were really weird. Yeah. Just, like, they weren't... I didn't think they were that good. The first one, I think, was the best. Um, Other than that, they were just... I don't know. I I just really didn't even like the other ones, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, First one did well, though. Yeah, first That's one was I'm really seeing. the first one was really good. I, I would at least give the first one a try. Watch, you know, like if you if you get into it, like watch the second and third. I think I don't know how many there were. I think there was only three. Yeah, I think there were three of them. Um, like definitely give them a chance. At least the first one. Give the first one a chance because it was actually a pretty good movie. <laughs> Number thirty-seven, Friday the Thirteenth, Part Five. Also, like I said, there's a <laughs> my my favorite franchise. Yeah. Um, the reason I put this as uh, at 37 is because this is actually another one to where Jason actually is not in it. <clears throat> um, it is a, The killer is actually played by the... Because um, this is New Beginning, if I'm correct. Yeah. And it is played by the kid who gets killed at the camp's uh, father ends up yeah so the new beginning a clever title basically sets up tommy as the next killer for the franchise released in 1985 uh to both critical and fan disgust the fifth franchise installment friday the 13th a new beginning saw jason replaced by roy burns Mm -hmm. a copycat killer who was inspired by jason um so basically by fan and critics the movie sucked uh i i didn't think it sucked compared to well probably the worst out of the franchise up to that point 
is what I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, I would say it's definitely not one of the better ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple good kill scenes in there that yeah. uh, I think saved it. As far as you know, him being a copycat killer and stuff like that, I thought mm-hmm. that was kind of stupid. Uh, but Tommy Jarvis, I think, is a very cool um, part of the one before this, this one, and the one after it. Um, I think it's kind of cool to see the timeline of Tommy Jarvis, which is why I really like these three movies. Even though Jason isn't in this one, um, it's still really cool. It's mm-hmm. it's a, definitely a good... Um, it's a good like middle... Like to see how he goes from being a kid in the previous one to being like a young adult developmental movie. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So that got an eighteen percent Rotten Tomatoes is rotten. Sixteen out of hundred Metacritic score with a four point seven out of ten on IMDb. So IMDb gave it a pretty gave gave it a pretty good half. Score, like I said, so if it's not it's not one of the best ones, but it is. Uh, I would watch like if you're gonna watch the entire series obviously start at the beginning because right. it's really good um but if you want to watch the, the like tommy jarvis uh series little like mini series within yeah. the series uh start with number four because that's where he starts in, and then watch okay. at least five and six so number 36 is numbers is jason lives which is friday friday 13th, the 13th six. six right and this is the one where tommy jarvis gets out of the mental institution mm-hmm. and goes to finish jason off yeah. and ends up bringing him back to life goes to the police tells them obviously they don't believe him uh they end up changing the name from camp crystal lake to like camp forest green yeah and they actually opened the camp back up again for, like, kids and stuff. This was actually one of the only ones that actually had, like, children Yeah. in. While the movie features a lot of machete killing mayhem, the best kill comes from an officer getting a metal dart thrown into his skull. That was, that, that was a good one. <laughs> Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Lives is also known as Jason Lives. Friday the 13th Part 6 is a 1986 slasher film which is the fifth sequel to the original Friday the 13th. Um, Jason Lives opened in August 1st, 1986 uh, in 1,610 theaters and grossed seven or 6.7 million in its opening weekend, ranking number two at the U.S. box office. So, yeah, not bad. I think people probably went to see it because it was another installment of Friday the 13th, and... Uh, it probably just lived up to its name, and it obviously did better than five. Uh, uh, it was. Six I think out it of was. 10. I think it was better than five, to be honest. Yeah, six out of ten on IMDb, fifty percent Rotten Tomatoes, and a thirty out of a hundred Metacritic. Not terrible. Um, moving on to number thirty-five, we have Candyman now. Uh, is Candyman? the original or the remake the original that's what i was that's what i had on mind too so we just recently watched the remake that came out uh this past year in 2021 um and it was good it play it was basically a uh um 
an origin story to the original movie in 1992. Oh, you were talking about the... Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I really yeah. couldn't hear what was going on. <laughs> um, Candyman is an urban legend that tells the scary story of a murdered slave who returns from the dead to search for revenge if you say his name five times. Candyman grew, not, grew up in a well-schooled and comfortable and was a uh, prodigious artist who was in high demand among the wealthy to paint their portraits. Candyman was played by Tony Todd. Love Tony Todd. Really, really good actor. Um, and supposedly a urban legend, but when people in the community start people in the community start or being start being brutally killed, we discover that Candyman is much more than just a made up ghost. Uh, creepy. Freaky stuff. Um, it actually was a pretty creepy movie, and I think that's what I appreciate about it. Mm-hmm. Because it did have that creepy factor. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I like it because, uh, not to get too much this way, but it was really the only movie I know where the main antagonist was a black man. And... Um, it kind of gives you a different perspective on on uh, a the word I'm searching for on a culture level. Yeah, the differences. I mean, it, when it, when it all really kind of boils down, uh, you can just see how differently mental health and uh, and basically all the way to a psychotic killer grows into about pretty much the same thing. It's a fucking psychotic killer, but um, culturally culturally different on what drives each person mad. So, mm-hmm. um, Very good movie. I, I do recommend it. I also recommend you watch the, the remake, which I would I say watch call it a remake. <clears throat> no, I, I honestly, because we literally just watched. Yeah, literally like the other day. Uh, it was like yesterday or the day before we just watched the new one. Mm-hmm. And I would consider that more of an origins. Yeah. Um, even though it's like uh, a newer movie. It's a newer movie and it takes place in like a in modern, modern time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would still consider it an origin story because it really uh like centers around like how right. Candyman became Candyman. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I would I would recommend watching it, but watch watch the old one first and then watch uh the new one if you're gonna do that. Um I think you'll get the full effect of it if you do that. Yeah. Um Number 34, Final Destination 2. All right, so... (laughs) For this one, and realistically, we could do um, 34 and 33 at the same time. Uh, The reason that we're going to do that is because 34 is Final Destination 2, and 33 is Final Destination, the first one. Mm -hmm. Um, Final Destination 2 is actually my favorite one of the series, and Final Destination, the first one, is Drew's favorite. So we yeah. <laughs> we both had Final Destination on there. We just like different installments of it. Uh, the reason I like the second one, the most brutal thing that I have ever seen in a film is when that fucking fence gets blown up and chops that dude in three. Oh, yeah. That is by far. Right. 
The most so, craziest kill. Final Destination 2 is a sequel to the 2000 film Final Destination and the second installment of the Final Destination film series. The Final Destination series is somewhat a notable along the horror fans that are currently that there are currently no survivors with the exception of Kimberly Coolman and Thomas Burke from Final Destination 2. So yes, uh, usually these movies never have any survivors of the Which is also cast another whenever, whenever death creeps upon them. So Yeah, which also is another uh reason why I appreciate this series because instead of always having that lone survivor or like yeah. two survivors for the most part there's fucking nobody left <laughs> right so, so that kind of took a real good spin and uh didn't give you that satisfaction at the end because you were like well the killer died yeah. well you can't kill death right <laughs> so so basically if you've never seen them uh final destination is uh I think there's actually like six installments of it. Yeah, so it's based around Death's plan. So Death, obviously we all have a fate. Uh, Spoiler alert, everyone dies at some point. Um, This movie basically shows that fate to one individual in the movie as far as a premonition. Um, And then they do an act of God to themselves where they cheat Death. Um, but notably death won't stop coming for you basically because you ruined its plan and it'll continue to try to kill you. Uh, yeah. Carry out your fate. Um, final destination two is the reason why I will not drive behind a semi truck. Yeah. A fucking trees on it. Yep. Every time. So (laughs) I live next to a lumber yard, so I actually see them pretty fucking regularly. Right. And any time that I am coming up even near it, I inspect it from my vehicle and then I haul the fuck ass past it because this movie has traumatized me from driving behind log trucks. Yeah. <laughs> Realistically, any truck that has anything on it, I don't fucking stay behind it. I'm like, no, I'm out. The mm-hmm. uh, biggest thing I have to say about the Final Destination series, if you guys want to check them out... Um, is that they have some of the most notably crazy kills. Oh, and they're so their fucking gory. Their scenes are just... They're ridiculous. Immaculate. I don't yeah, remember fantastic. which one it is. I think it might be the fourth one. Um, It's either the third or the fourth Josh one. Or it could just, be the second one. Josh whenever and I just watched all these like a couple months ago. Yeah. Whenever that dude's sitting in the drive-thru and the truck yeah. comes down... And rear ends him, and the motor comes out and starts chopping up the back of his head Mm because he's in a convertible. Oh, man. Uh, I don't remember which one that was, but... I don't remember which one it was either, but it was fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, The third one was the one where they go to the amusement park. Yeah. Uh, That one freaked me out. I I wouldn't ride roller coasters for a little while. When that came out, I watched it that night that it came out on DVD because I made my mom go to to uh family video and rent it mm-hmm. and the next day was the day that i was going to six flags with Haley and her dad and it was the first time ever i rode a roller coaster tell me how fucked up my life is yeah i decided to watch it that night i didn't even know what it was about but i watched the first two and so i started watching the third one and that's how that all started was in the third one and i'm like fucking great and i'm yeah. tomorrow i'm going to ride roller coasters this yeah. is fantastic that's super uh so 
Yeah, 34 was Final Destination 2, 33 Final Destination 1. Uh, 32 is Friday the 13th Part 4, the final chapter. This is actually the first one that brings uh, Tommy Jarvis into it. He's a kid that lives in a cabin with his sister and his mother. And a bunch of teenagers come, like most of the, like, you know, camp counselors and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, They come and Jason, he gets brought back somehow i don't remember exactly how he gets or no he he uh he survived from the the first two and uh second and third one he survived like the onslaught of the shit that happens with you know the survivor and stuff like that but uh this was actually a really cool one i i, I really actually did like this one uh, a couple of the kill scenes were really cool mm-hmm. and the ending is actually really fucking crazy because tommy jarvis ends up fucking like Hacking the motherfucker, hacking yeah. Jason up. It was a really cool. So one of the one which of the, is actually this one. Uh, this one explains why in the fifth one, uh, Tommy Jarvis goes to was in like a, a nut house, mm-hmm. and then ends up going because of the trauma, trauma. Yeah. The, yeah. Okay, I'm you today. Apparently, <laughs> the trauma that he sustained as a child. Yeah. So it says no, it's not the final movie in the series, but it's the end of a particular era for Jason. It's a good way to go out and come to for a new beginning. Mm-hmm. So, uh, good stuff. Yeah, it was. It was a really. It was actually a a, a really good uh, chapter in the series. Um, Thirty. I personally from critic nineteen percent from. I I personally tomatoes in a five point nine. Love IMDb. all of the Friday the Thirteenth movies. I think it's a fantastic franchise. Yeah. Number 31, Amityville Horror. This one is actually another one of my... So my mom loved Amityville Horror, Poltergeist, and The Exorcist, mm-hmm. which I fucking hate The Exorcist. Um, the Amityville Horror is obviously based on a true story. Uh, a house in Amityville, New York. Um... It's the basis of all the films that came out. The first one came out in 1979. The one that is on my list is the one that came out in 2005 that stars Mr. Ryan Reynolds. Phenomenal fucking actor. Um, and uh, He's just a good fucking human being. Dude. It's obviously not the origin story of the <clears throat> Amityville Horror where it takes place. It... Uh, what did I just read? Oh, okay. Um, it it takes place of a family that moves into the house, and the house is obviously haunted from uh, Ronald DeFeo, who killed his six members of his family, which was his parents and his uh, four siblings. Um, whenever this movie came out, I didn't know anything of it prior, because I never even watched the movie from the 70s. Oh, I did. Um, that was my mom's favorite, was the, was the original. But... After this movie came out, I dug deep into a rabbit hole of reading all about the history. It's fucking crazy. Uh, you can get very deep and down in a rabbit hole about this place. The I don't know if it's still opened up now, um, but I know for a while it was opened up for tours and stuff. And you could actually stay the night in it if you wanted to, but I don't recommend. Um, <laughs> don't recommend it. So... 
Uh, good movie. I fucking love this movie. If you like, I also liked quite a few of the remakes. Um, I actually haven't seen this one. I would like to watch this one. The, the one, one with Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. I've never oh, watched that one. Fucking movie. I watched the original one. Uh, and the remake is a good movie. So the remake has uh, Chloe Grace in it. The girl that, uh, you know, who Chloe Grace is. I bet Probably you. to see her, I'm sure. Um, she plays the little girl. I don't know. That actually might be in this one. Yeah. Yeah, no. I'm stupid. That's in this one. Um You'll have to watch this one and the most recent one. The most recent one's fucked up, too. We'll have to watch it. We'll make a day of that. Um, Amityville Horror. Watch that. We are up to number 30. We'll do 30 and 29. Yeah, together. I was going to say. Jeepers we're gonna... Creepers 1 and 2. Yeah, so 30 is Jeepers Creepers 2 and uh, 29 is the first Jeepers Creepers. Mm-hmm. The reason I love these films, I still haven't watched the third one, and I know you and Haley said it was stupid, but I still want to watch it. Yeah. I'm really excited about the new one that they're supposed to be coming out with. Yeah. I liked these movies because it was a villain who just really kind of took a different it, it, turn. It's, it's a big original idea. Yeah. It was, it, it, was, it, it was something that you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. It was just an original idea it was well thought out like i just thought it was a fantastic series and i'm very upset that a few like you and Haley and a few people said that the third one was actually not that good and i haven't seen it but i've also heard from a few people that it was good so i'm like now i have to fucking watch it to to get get my own opinion on it yeah um but the second one is actually my... I love the first one because I love Justin Long. He's a very good actor. Mm-hmm. Um, I like a lot of his movies. Yeah. But the second one was my favorite just because it was a lot crazier. Because mm-hmm. um, the second one is a uh, high school football team. Yeah. That get- so it says, In Jeepers Creepers 2, a farmer and some teenagers fight back against a winged demonic creature trying to eat them. Jeepers Creepers 2 has some of very exciting action sequences, but his most positive morale qualities are married by the excessive foul language, violence, gruesome moments, and the occult situation. The Band and Bantams were a high school basketball team in the main focus of the film Jeepers Creepers 2. The bus driver, coaches, and many basketball players fell victim to the creeper. Um, was it, a, num- it, was, it wasn't a basketball team. I thought it was a football team. It was a basketball team. I'm pretty sure it was a football team. Mm-mm. This would know. I mean, it would, but I could have sworn it was a football mm-hmm. team. Uh, the second one was good. I, I like the first one more for my own reasons. Uh, I did recently read a meme that made me die laughing. It And it said, I don't know if I sent it to you, but this might make you laugh if you haven't heard it. But it said... Uh, how the hell did not only the creeper get a driver's license and buy a truck, but also get a personalized license plate? Right. <laughs> this motherfucker just walking in. Just walks in. Uh, uh, well, realistically, that motherfucker walks in. I'd be like, dude, you got whatever the fuck you want. I don't yeah, give a shit. Take it. You got take it. it. You got it. Uh, if you've he never watched talk. these movies. No, he doesn't talk. So how would he pick his license plate out? Maybe he wrote it down. Maybe. I don't know, but I do know that if you haven't seen these movies, this is one of the ones that I would absolutely recommend watching because it is a fantastic series. Good stuff. 
Uh, number one and two were good. Number three, I I didn't care for it, but I mean, give it a chance. And we got number four coming out soon. Uh, and we'll move on to number twenty-eight. Number twenty-eight is two thousand and one Maniacs. I don't know if you've ever seen this movie. It's mm-hmm. with uh, Robert Englund. No. So it's about a Confederate um, town like a southern town and mm-hmm. these people go to it um and it, it's actually a ghost town like it doesn't exist but these people end up going to it and it's it shows that it's still a town and all these ghosts come back and they're like real people and they're you know these tourists are coming in and they're having a good time and then they just start fucking dying off yeah because they start killing them there's a couple gruesome fucking <laughs> gruesome fucking kills in this movie yeah so it says uh, a direct to sequel or direct to video sequel entitled 2001 maniacs field of screams which replaces robert england with bill mosley so there was a second one too i did not know there was a second um one. bill mosley's a fucking awesome actor yeah that came out in 2010 this one came out in 2005 who so. directed that one uh, it seems like it's all the same. Hmm. Yeah, because Bill Mosley does a lot of uh, yeah, so it's Rob called, Zombie's movies. It's called Field of Screams. So I'm gonna have to watch that one. Yeah, a plague reveals that the town's residents will not rest until a crime has been paid back. Two thousand one villagers were killed. Two thousand one Northerns must be killed. An eye for an eye. It was a very good movie. <clears throat> okay. It was I'll weird. Ch- I'll have to check it out. You, oh, dude, you have to watch I'm it. I'm an England fan, so... It, it was a very, very good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 27... Is Child's Play. Is Child's Play. The first one. The, so the original Child's Play. This, uh, this gives us an insight of how Chucky came to be, basically... Uh, opens up the story of what happened. Charles Lee Ray was killed in a shootout with a police officer inside a toy store. Used his own personal beliefs of voodoo magic to pass along his body or pass along his soul into a different being, so to speak, which was a doll, a good guy doll, which was very popular in the 80s as per the show. I don't think the good girl, the good guy doll actually ever existed, but... Uh, there is speculation that there was a version of a good guy doll that existed in the 80s that it was based off of, um, giving it that kind of freak factor. Um, starring Brad Dourif as the voice of Chucky. Um, obviously it follows Andy Barkley and his mom, who, uh, his mom obviously gets, um, I believe she gets murdered. I know she doesn't. I don't she remember. Um, I, I honestly I haven't watched this one in a while because the ones that we always watch is fucking what the Curse of Chucky and yeah my son's obsessed with the Curse of Chucky. Uh, great start to the series. I would recommend watching them in order and watch every single one of them. And there is a TV show that came out last year, twenty twenty one, that will continue. I believe in the fall of this year it comes out usually right around uh, October. So. Yeah, watch all of them. You can skip the remake if you want, unless you kind of want to see what a more modern take on Chucky would be, starring Mark Hamill as the voice of Chucky. Um, 
Really good movies. Definitely recommend. We are moving on to... So 26 and 25 we can actually do together because they are two of the three installments of the House of a Thousand Corpses, which is Rob Zombie's movies. Yeah. Um, number House 26 corpses is and The Devil's Rejects. Rejects, which is the second one in it. It goes directly off of House of a Thousand Corpses, which is the first mm-hmm. one. Gruesome fucking movies mm-hmm. like just fucking uh, I, a lot of gore yeah just gory as shit bill mm-hmm. mosley stars in it uh, yeah. he plays otis following the events from the first movie devil's rejects focused on three of the most significant characters captain spaulding baby and otis the devil's reject was a micro uh, a microosm of post 9-11 rage both at the exploitation of the victims at the hand of the government and big businesses as well as the attackers. Devil's Rejects is one of the many movies that was filmed at Sable Ranch, which stood at 25933 San Canyon Road, Santa Clarita, California. <laughs> Very good movies. Uh, the third one was actually really good, too. I didn't put it on here. It wasn't my favorite, and... I say that very lightly because it was still a very good movie. Uh, yeah. I just think that the first two were better, uh, better thought out. What was the out. third one called? Was Three it from called Hell. Three from Hell, yeah, that's right. Three from Hell was the third installment into these uh, these three movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also a very good fucking movie. I love all of them, um, but I do think that House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects were uh, two better installments of the series. But I like you have to watch these movies. They're fucking gruesome. Like if so, you like the gore, these are two, three. Actually, like all three of them were just insane with the gore yeah. and the fucking kills. So this puts us at an hour and fifteen. So I think this is going to be a two-parter, just That's, because I think the other half is going to take us another hour and fifteen. So. Because they're going to actually be more in-depth because they're our favorite favorite collab parts of the <laughs> That's fair. So, we could uh, actually, we'll yeah, depth, uh, so. being that this is the 25, we, we can do, um, we'll, we'll do 24 through number one. Um, well, what we'll do is we'll start out with 25, House of the Thousand Corpse. That way B can get a lot more explanation yeah, I, I would actually like about yeah, I would actually so. like to talk about those movies um, a little more in depth. So yeah, we we can start with uh, number twenty five. Uh, maybe we'll do it if we don't do it next week. Then we're we'll going to do, do it next week. We'll do it yeah. next week. Yeah, I don't okay. want to leave that much of a cliffhanger, but we are going to leave you guys tonight with a cliffhanger. So uh, sorry. Make sure you check us out next week. We will return with the twenty five to number one. If you're excited. Let us know. Reach out. Give us your opinions. Let us know. Um, and we'll tell you what we think about your opinion. Um, if you like this kind of stuff, also let us know. Be sure to follow us on all the social medias. Uh, and we will be... We'll, we'll post this one often. See if we can get a reaction out of everybody. And, and, and make sure you tune in live for the 25 to 1 of Best 50 Horror Movies from Andrew B on unfiltered imposed opinions see you guys next week peace